Hi everybody, welcome back to the Dinner Than Dessert podcast. Today we're going to be talking about diced hash browns. These are a little bit different than the usual hash browns that you'll get when you go to a diner. You're used to probably the shredded potatoes that are crisped up in a little bit of butter and browned on the outside and still pretty white and fluffy on the inside. What we have here is chunks of potatoes that are boiled first, then deep fried so they're crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. A little bit different than your regular ones, but these are actually my favorite hash browns, so I am really happy to share them with you all on the website and on this podcast. Part of the reason we love these diced hash browns is because they are so much easier to make for a large crowd. With the shredded variety, you can only do what you can fit into a small pan, otherwise it's going to start to burn. With the diced hash browns, you boil off a large pot of potatoes, let them cool, and then it's just a final fry before serving them up. You can actually do 80% of the work ahead of time and just a quick final fry before serving. There's also kind of a hidden secret on these diced hash browns. When you're boiling them, it's actually really easy to create this super crispy exterior texture with all these little ridges on it because as you boil them and take them out, there's uh, a little bit of an unevenness to the potato and a little bit of... uh, a texture that's a little bit more coarse. When you fry that potato, that unevenness and that coarseness becomes this delicious fried golden crust on the outside. So it's just like the best fried potatoes you'll ever eat. So if you're going to be making these potatoes for a crowd, let's say for the holidays, Christmas morning breakfast, you can actually do a lot of the work ahead of time. What I do is I will clean the potatoes, dice the potatoes, and then I will boil the potatoes, let them cool after you drain them, and then store them overnight in the refrigerator before frying them the next day. So since we have two different parts to this recipe, instead of walking through it together while you're cooking, I'm actually just going to talk you through the process. The first thing you're going to do is bring a pot of salted water to a boil. You're going to measure the water here. It's about 10 cups of water to one tablespoon of kosher salt. This does not include the salt that we're gonna use later to season the potatoes. This is just for the boiling process. Once that comes to a a boil, you don't want it to be like a super aggressive boil, but a fairly good boil, just not a rolling one. You're going to add the potatoes into the water. Now, the potatoes are going to be scrubbed clean, but I'm not peeling them. You can certainly peel them if you'd like. I just think that with this process, the skin is going to be tender enough that you're going to enjoy having it on there. And it's less work. So once you have them diced, you are going to boil the potatoes for four to five minutes on a medium heat. Just remember not to put it on a vigorous boil. If you do, what's going to happen is that the potatoes might start breaking apart altogether. And you really don't want that because then it's gonna be impossible to fish it out of the water and it's gonna be even worse to fry them. Once you've taken them out of the water, you're going to drain them. You are going to put them on a dish towel, a clean dish towel. I use a clean dish towel because when you use paper towels, you're gonna to go through basically an entire roll of paper towels. But if you have a couple of clean dish towels, it's perfectly good enough to get these potatoes dry enough for frying. Once you've dried the potatoes really, really well, and they've cooled completely down, now this is why we're not going to talk on a podcast while you're doing all this, because there's the cooling process in the middle. Once they've cooled completely down, and make sure they're still dry, so that none of the steam, if you didn't 
if you layered them perfectly on one layer, you won't have a lot of steam issues coming up. But if you dried them off and then left them in a little pile, you might find that the pieces on the inside are pretty steamed up and wet again, so you should dry them off again before frying. You're going to add three inches of oil to 350 degrees in a heavy bottom nonstick pot. Then you're going to fry the potatoes at 350 degrees for five minutes. Once you take them out of the oil and they're fried, you're going to season them with the salt and pepper and serve immediately. Now, going back to meal prepping this. If you're doing this for a crowd, you can go through the entire process of boiling the potatoes and cooling them before you're ready to cook this during your event. Now, if you put the potatoes in your refrigerator overnight, when you take them out in the morning, you will have to pat them dry again. It's totally not a big deal. It only takes a few seconds, but just don't take them out of the fridge and put them straight in the oil. There will be some water on the potatoes from their time in the fridge and it will splatter. So just take the time, make sure they're perfectly dry. If you're wondering why we're boiling the potatoes prior to frying them, it's for two reasons. Number one, it's gonna take you a really long time to fry these potatoes in their size to get them to cook all the way through before you take them out. So you're probably gonna end up with some potatoes that are pretty overly done. Second, when you boil the potato before frying it and you just fry the outside for four or five minutes, the inside of it is super fluffy, kind of like a, a baked potato. And you don't really get that texture difference if you only do a single fry. So the boiling actually helps the process without having to do a double fry. If you're familiar with a double fry, that's actually like going to your neighborhood uh, fast food place. Most of their fries before they fry it in the restaurant have been pre-fried at the French fry factory where they come from. The only fast food places that don't double fry are people like In-N-Out, which is I think why some people complain about the French fries not being crispy enough because it's a single fry. But doing the boiling then frying is a really, really good substitute for the double fry. Second awesome thing about the boiling before frying technique, if you have any guests who are averse to fried potatoes, since you have these already boiled, you can add just a small amount of fat into a pan and you can actually season and crisp these up instead of deep frying them. So if some people would want them just pan fried versus deep fried, you can offer people two different versions of potatoes with almost no extra work. If you're thinking to yourself that you would prefer not to boil these potatoes, there is a second option. If you have time, but not quite enough time to do the boiling and the cooling process, you can cut the potatoes and then soak them for 30 minutes, at least 30 minutes. What I also do is I will rinse that water out about halfway through and give it some fresh water. That water is actually going to be pulling out the extra starchiness of the potato, which will help you get a crispier potato. It won't be as crispy as the boil then fry technique or the double fry technique, but it'll still be delicious. And if you're serving it up to people right away during breakfast, they are going to be inhaling the potatoes quickly enough that they wouldn't even notice if they got soggy if you did the single fry without the boil. If you want to bake the hash browns, just to have a little bit more of a hands-off method, you have already boiled them, they've already cooled, you're going to toss them pretty generously with some cooking oil. I use canola oil, but very gently toss the potatoes with it. If you do it in any sort of pattern in which you're uh, tossing them sort of roughly, the potatoes will break apart. 
Then you're going to roast them at 425 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes on a non-stick baking sheet. You can also use foil, and if you want to just spray it with a little bit of cooking oil before you pour the potatoes on there, that'll really help as well to prevent it from sticking. So people ask me what the best potatoes are for hash browns. I stick with the classics. Russet potatoes are great for french fries, they're great for hash browns. They have high starch, low water. That makes them really great for frying, and they get super fluffy on the inside. If you use something like a red potato or a Yukon potato, what's going to happen is that the waxy texture makes, a much, makes for a much wetter potato, which is going to be much less crispy, and you're going to have a higher likelihood of those potatoes sticking together even when you're frying them. So I highly suggest stick with the original, stick with russet potatoes. They're going to taste delicious, and they're going to be super easy to fry. If you're wondering what to serve with these diced hash browns, I have some ideas for you. We have Eggs Benedict on the blog, we have Chicken Fried Steak on the blog. There's going to be plenty of breakfast options for you to serve these potatoes with. If you want, you can actually do steak and eggs with these hash browns on the side as well. There's a great ribeye recipe on the blog. Anything that you would normally use a shredded hash brown for, you can substitute these diced hash browns for and they're fantastic. And you can make breakfast bowls with these diced hash browns. With shredded hash browns, it would get super soggy and it would sort of become a mushy plate of food. These diced hash browns really hold up their shape, even under a pile of eggs and sausage and whatever else you want to put into your uh, breakfast bowl. If you guys have any other questions or comments or anything that I can do to add more value to these podcasts for you, please don't hesitate to let me know in the comments below or by email. That's it for us today on the podcast for Diced Hash Browns. Have a great day, guys. Bye.